Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mutt. And this is Wednesday, or Deep Dive Wednesday, which means we're not going to focus on as many topics as usual. Although it was a busy day, lots of... Uh, Lots of vulnerabilities found, a couple hacks, a whole host of stuff. So, I, but I, I still tried to focus down on, on a couple things just to kind of do again, like a deep dive on Wednesday, like I like to do. As always, thank you so much for downloading, um, commenting, subscribing to the podcast. Uh, I hopefully you're letting other folks know that may be of interest because. My whole goal here is to educate and help folks understand the complexities of the cyber landscape. Um, so much so that I'm actually working on a book on this on how to keep yourself, your family, and your business safe, but maybe more on that on another podcast. So let's get right into it. Uh, I mentioned this a couple days ago, uh, if not yesterday, actually, um, but the uh, Avante VPN, there was a vulnerability, uh, a zero-day vulnerability discovered last week. And guess what? Thousands of these VPN instances have been compromised across the globe. In the last five days, thanks to two serious, as yet unpatched zero-day vulnerabilities disclosed last week, Ivante Connect Service VPN is a uh, virtual private network tool that remotely connects mobile devices with corporate network resources, making it an attractive target for hackers looking to gain initial hooks into corporate IT environments, especially state-sponsored hackers because that is an easy way for them to get into a corporate network they want to get into in order to steal um, uh, proprietary information and, and things like that. So um, obviously this bears watching for when a patch comes due. Um, it says on the day of disclosure, Avante released a mitigation for blocking potential exploitation. It's not a patch, does not solve the underlying vulnerabilities, but it's designed to catch and root out potential attempts to exploit them. Um, this does not exactly say what that is, but okay. Uh, it does say Avante has a built-in integrity checker tool that can detect compromises of the kind carried out by this particular vulnerability. So if you have an Avante VPN, be aware of it, maybe disable it for a few days or may pay more attention to it one way or the other. Um, it's going to be targeted if you, until there's patch comes in. As we're speaking of patches, this is a follow-up again. Uh, critical VMware and Adlasian flaws are now found. VMware and Adlasian today disclose critical vulnerabilities, and while neither appear to have been exploited by miscreants yet, admi admin should patch now to avoid disappointment. Now, the good thing is there's a patch for this. The bad thing is one of them uh, has a CVS or critical vulnerability score of 10 out of 10, and this affects the Confluence Data Center and Server 8 versions released before December 5th, 2023, with version number 8.4.5, which no longer receives fixes. So the solution immediately patch each affected installation by updating to the latest available version according to the event uh, vendor. This is not the first time for Adlasian has Adlasian whatever who makes Confluence who has had this problem going on a couple months now. It seems like every month there's a new new issue that they have. So this, this article also says from Jessica Lyons Hardcastle by the way from the register. Um, Adlasian has released fixes for high severity flaws for a high severity flaw that was found in the faster XML. That's just technical stuff that you probably don't need to worry too much about. Um, but moving on to the critical VMware bug, which is CVE 2023-34063. This one is a missing access control problem in all versions of area automation earlier than 8.16. Be aware that this infrastructure automation product may be included in VMware Cloud Foundation. So if you have that, you want to make sure that you are now patching it. 
its CVSSS score is only 9.9, not quite 10, but 9.99 probably still pretty bad. So it's a Tuesday. Yesterday was a Tuesday. So get to patching people, get to patching. That's how you're going to protect yourself. All right. Uh, remember yesterday I mentioned financial, um, Fidelity National Financial, whatever it was, it was a uh, mortgage firm um, had had been targeted, had been compromised. They they admitted it was a ransomware. Well, now here we go again. This is from CyberNews.com. Billius Petkowskis reporting: Academy mortgage breach exposes 285,000 people. So, an attack on Academy Mortgage may have exposed personal details, including the social security numbers of customers, employees. The company has revealed. The U.S. mortgage lender based in Utah reached out to thousands of affected individuals about a March 2023 attack. Well, a little late on the disclosure, but okay. According to the company, attackers may have accessed individuals' first and last names as well as their social security numbers. And I will say, if you're worried about your social security number, give it up. It's probably been compromised already. Uh, and so uh, because of that alone, you should be have some kind of credit monitoring, pay attention to your accounts. If you don't are not in the need for loans, for mortgage, for a car, whatever, um, freeze your credit, right? Go to your, the three credit bureaus and freeze it. Doesn't really, yeah, it might cost you some money to pay. Like I think Equifax may cost, charge you 60 bucks a year as it used to be. Um, but you can freeze it and that way no one can use it to commit identity theft against you. But that's just a thought you should do if you're thinking about it. Uh, continuing on with the article, according to information that Academy Mortgage provided to the Maine Attorney's Office, 284,443 of the company's current and former employees, together with customers, their spouses, or dependents, may have been impacted by the breach. The breach notification letter uh, sent to impacted individuals revealed the attack occurred in late March. The lender detected an issue and engaged a third-party forensic specialist to investigate it concluding the overview in late November. That's why we're just getting the information now. To date, we have not received information of specific misuse of personal information. The company said it would provide impacted people with credit monitoring service. So like I said the other day, we're all going to have free credit monitoring pretty much forever. Academy Mortgage operates over 200 branches in the U.S. and has enjoyed a revenue of $1.6 billion in 2022. Now, again, the point I make here with all of these mortgage companies, $1.6 billion. You can invest a little bit of that into cybersecurity have the capability to protect your systems. It's not that hard, really is not. If you can do the simple things, there are simple things any business, any person can do to protect their online presence, to protect their information, to prevent these kind of things. Yet clearly, Academy Mortgage is doing whatever the minimum is to get through whatever compliance requirements they have. And here we are. This is the third or fourth mortgage company that I've reported on in the last three months that have had this kind of data breach. And they are not going to be the last. I've been shocked if I don't have one of these to talk about tomorrow. Um, but again, we're not, no one is learning. I don't know why we're not, no one is learning. It's really, it's really shocking to me. All right. Uh, Chrome users. Are you a Chrome user? Do you like to use incognito mode because you want to protect what you're doing so no one knows what you're doing? Well, Chrome updates the incognito warning to admit Google trackers user, Google tracks users in private mode. So when you use incognito, Google's still tracking what you're doing. That's pretty fantastic. So it does say Google added the Chrome canary as, I'm sorry, Warning added to Chrome Canary as Google settles incognito class action suit. Well, they got sued and this will brought them up. Google is updating the warning on Chrome's incognito mode to make it clear that Google and websites run by other companies can still collect your data in the web browser semi-private mode. The change is being made as Google prepares to settle a class action lawsuit that accuses the firm of privacy violations related to Chrome's incognito mode. The expanded warning was recently added to Chrome's Canary, a nightly build for developers. The warning appears to directly address one of the lawsuit's complaints that the incognito mode's warning 
doesn't make it clear that Google collects data from users on, in the private mode. Many tech-savvy people already know that while private modes in web browsers present some data from being stored on your device, they do not prevent tracking by websites or internet service providers. But many other people may not understand exactly what incognito mode does, so the more specific warning could help educate users. Now, chances are Chrome's not the only one who has this problem. My guess is that Microsoft Edge and uh, Firefox by Mozilla... Um, probably do the same thing. I would say that Brave probably does not. Brave is a browser that has takes privacy a little more seriously. The DuckDuckGo browser probably as well. So I would say if you're looking to really kind of secure how you browse online, use a VPN and uh, use the Brave browser would probably be, be the best way to go. Am I, am I guaranteeing you that this will not happen with Brave? I am not because I do not know. Um, but I think your, your likelihood of more secure browsing, if you use incognito mode, um, will work with Brave as opposed to all of these other ones. Now, from this article, there's a big subheadline to a part of it that says, now you can browse privately. Mm -hmm. Incognito mode in the stable version of Chrome still says, you've gone incognito. Now you can browse privately, and other people who use the device won't see your activity. Among other changes, the canary warning replaces browse privately with browse more privately. So that's how they're changing it. So, um, sure, people who use your browser won't be able to go in to see the history of what you did, but trackers on websites will still track your, in, your information. So just understand that, right? When you're in incognito mode, all it really does is protect other people who look at, who try to find your history in the browser won't see it, but you still have information flowing through trackers and, and stuff like that. So I will say this, if you're a TikTok user, you don't give a rat's ass about tracking anyway, because you're allowing all sorts of tracking to go on, but that's a story for another day. Okay. This last one, it has to do with Facebook scams. This is from Malwarebytes Labs. Um, Peter Arts reporting. It says, what is the title here? Well, actually the headline is I'll miss him so much. Facebook scam uses BBC branding to lure victims. Facebook scams are a constant nuisance and vary from like farming whatever that is, to scams that can cost you some serious money. The latest one we found is a bit morbid. Recently, I've seen quite a few posts on my timeline that look like this, and it says such and such was tagged. It says, I can't believe he's gone. I'll miss him so much. And then there's a link. Without going into details, the post says, like I just said, I can't believe he's gone so much. In all the posts I've seen, one of my Facebook friends was tagged when I noticed that happened to two friends that do not know each other. The post did what it was intended to do, trigger my curiosity. When I followed the posted link, which is a Facebook permalink to a post made by what is probably a compromised account, you'll see a fake BBC news item about a fatal road accident. The permalink of any post on Facebook is hidden under its timestamp and can be used to share content on or outside of Facebook. This feature, uh, this post features a slightly different text. I can't believe this. I'm going to miss him so much. Uh, and it shows a BBC News article about a fatal road accident. The BBC News logo is in the picture, and the BBC News part of the URL is obviously intended to gain your trust and suggest that it's safe to play the video. In reality, you will be redirected to a link displayed directly below the movie. We found several variations of the URL, all compromised like this, BBC News dash, then six characters, dash OMH4 dash XYZ. Clicking the play button takes you through several redirects, very likely to perform fingerprinting, where sites gather information about your browser, your location, and other sites you visited. The scammers do this to make sure you are redirected to a site that is likely to generate the most profit from people fitting your profile. During my testing, I was not logged in on Facebook and surfing from a Dutch IP address. 
I ended up at polo.thegadgetguru.club, which was unreachable at the time of the writing. However, our archive show, it's a known source of pop-ups and has been for at least two years. These pop-ups can lead visitors to potentially unwanted programs, adware, and fraudulent sites. So how to avoid Facebook scams from this article? It's pretty simple. In this case, the author says, I was able to spot the scam because it made me suspicious. Um, but there are some other pointers to help you spot Facebook scams. Scrutinize URLs closely. Reach out to friends and family outside Facebook on Instagram. Make sure that they posted the message. Be wary of free stuff. Update your browser regularly. So on, so on. All the same stuff. And make sure you have multi-factor authentication on Facebook. I had two scam attempts on me over the weekend. I'm selling a uh, leather recliner theater seating from my um, TV room. Uh, for like 500 bucks. And I had one person offer me the $500 offer. So I, I messaged them and said, okay, yeah, I'll take your offer. And then they tried to tried to make me do a poll to prove I wasn't a scammer. So they said, so I said, they said, I'm going to send, give me your phone. Number, I'm going to send you a link to prove you're not a scammer. I'm like, okay, give my phone number. And then I got a Google voice text saying, this is your Google voice number. Um, but it's one of those things where you forget your password and this is the code that allows you to redirect and redo your password. So I knew that was a scam. So I to them to go screw themselves. The second one, um, off wanted to know if it was still available. And what they ended up doing was they said they'd send me $500 by the asked if I could do it by Zelle. I said, I have Venmo. They said, sure. They sent me, they said they sent me Venmo $500. And I got an email saying that, um, something about my, my Venmo couldn't accept 500. They'd have to send me another 500, blah, blah, blah. So it was clearly a scam. Um, I never got any $500. So I ditched both of those people. But again, people who don't aren't aware would just figure out this is how business is done. So again, we need to help educate the, our, our friends, um, who are on Facebook and social media who may not be quite as tech savvy, uh, and aware of all of these kind of scams. Kind of why, again, I'm writing the book that hopefully will come out. Uh, I don't know, in a couple of months, whenever the FBI approves it, and it'll help protect you, your business, uh, and your family, and yourself. But more on that in the future. That's it for this edition of the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. All these articles will be linked in the show notes if you want to read more of them. Thanks so much for taking the time to download. As I like to say, knowledge is protection. If we understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk, proceed wisely. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you again tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.